podcast from Bottom Line Technologies. Cyboss season is with us once again, with banks from all around the world focused in on where the industry is heading, what's new and what will make the biggest difference in an increasingly digital world. Following the record-breaking Cyboss event in London last year, with 11,500 delegates and 300 exhibitors, COVID-19 has fundamentally changed the format. Instead, everyone's switching to their screens at home this year to continue the hunt for the latest insights and plan their way forward around their payments and financial messaging strategy. Today, we'll be discussing the subject of cross-border payments, the good and the bad of the traditional correspondent banking model, and how some of the tech giants are bringing new options into the market. Hello, I'm Rich Williams, host of the Payments Podcast, and to elaborate on the aforementioned topics today, I'm delighted to be joined by Rob Eberly, CEO of Bottom Line Technologies, and Alan Konigsberg, Global Head of New Payment Flows at Visa Business Solutions. A very warm welcome to you both, and welcome onto the channel for the very first time. Thanks, Rich. Yes, thank you, Rich. Um, so, Rob, let's begin with you then, if we may. Now, correspondent banking has been around for some years. In fact, I, I read recently that it started back in the 15th century from the, the trading routes through Florence. So what's the particular interest in this area from Bottom Line's point of view, please? Well, thanks, Rich. Bottom Line focuses on making business payments simple, smart and secure. For three decades, we've taken on some of the biggest pain points in business payments. We're all about working with customers and partners to find ways to do things better, smarter, faster, and more securely. Our goal was always to surprise and delight the customer. In the context of the digital transformation facing banks and businesses around the world, our track record in solving these problems is particularly valuable. We've scaled and helped scale various payment networks around the world, including PayModex in the US, Faster Payments Access Models in the UK, and Swift Globally, where we're now one of the largest independent Swift processing companies in the world. So to your specific question, we see cross-border as one of the big industry pain points, which Bottom Line loves to take head on. A cross-border payment should be as easy as a domestic payment. It's not today, but we can make it that way. And that's why this has become an area of interest. Fantastic. Thank you, Rob. Uh, and Alan, same question to you, please. So where does Visa's particular interest in correspondent banking lie? So, so Rich, again, thank you to you and, and Rob and, and Bottom Line for the invitation to join you today. I must say, I really enjoyed listening to your question. You know, Rob and I are, are young men, so we weren't really around in the 15th century. I would say maybe the 16th century, but just the 15th century. <laughs> So, um, but again, we, we uh, just love being here with you. You know, I'd like to start answering your question and talking about all of this on a much larger scale. You know, at Visa, you know, we believe global commercial payment flows represent over $120 trillion in payment volume per annum, and really pre-COVID. And I'm going to unpack that opportunity a little bit more for you. And when we broadly speak about this, we speak about it in three major categories. First, card-based payments, which we believe is around $20 trillion opportunity. Um, domestic accounts receivable and accounts payable solutions at about $90 trillion. And then those cross-border payments, which we're talking a lot about today, which is a little bit over $10 trillion. But whatever the category, <clears throat> interestingly, the needs are relatively consistent. Businesses want to be paid and pay securely and efficiently. 
So let's talk a little bit more about the, the massive 10 trillion opportunity in the global high value cross-border payment space, as it's a real growth area and very competitive as well. In fact, according to a survey commissioned by Visa, almost six in 10 respondents, 59%, expect their overall revenues from cross-border payments to increase in the next five years, and as a result of faster payments. And nearly a quarter of those respondents expect to see faster payments drive up their revenues by as much as a quarter. Today, the correspondent bank relationship works really through a bilateral relationship structure. This process is often perceived as clunky or unreliable, offering limited client transparency and visibility of those transactions. The process of transactions is really and often unacceptably slow and expensive. Receiving banks don't know for certain when payments will arrive and therefore can't give the right kinds of status updates <clears throat> to their beneficiaries. And the amount of money involved may change as a result of exchange calculations. Furthermore, many corporates worldwide still really have to rely, believe it or not, on branch visits to check the status of their international payments, which really should be unacceptable considering the rapid pace of innovation within the technology space today. So just let me summarize by saying some of the biggest pain points challenging the B2B cross-border industry from a banking perspective really could be narrowed to four things. A lack of visibility on payment tracking, speed, the inability to offer next day to safety payments, predictability of payment timing, and finally, payment analytics. Looking at it from a corporate point of view, the visibility of payment tracking and faster next day payments can be also high on the priority list. And further to this, corporates look to banks for assured compliance support, AML and KYC, when making international payments and expect to be able to manage them through one online, one online platform. So there's an increasing need for innovation, change, and for the process to be streamlined while still maintaining safety, security, trust, and of course, scale. Thank you, Rob and Alan, respectively, for your uh, your views there on that first point. Pretty comprehensive, I think we can agree. And Alan, I think uh, given the the sheer value of the transactions that you mentioned earlier on, it's no wonder the visa are so interested. So moving on slightly, uh, although in the same vein, what are visa doing right now to address some of the issues that you mentioned in the correspondent network? Thanks again. Listen, at Visa, you know, we're helping to define the future of B2B payments, and we're really excited about the opportunity to help financial institutions and their corporate customers in the space. Visa B2B Connect has been developed to address the industry challenge that I mentioned earlier. We leverage many of our core capabilities at Visa, such as security, globality, settlement, and robust compliance infrastructures to really reimagine a better way to conduct the cross-border payments that are high value around the world. Visa B2B Connect is a global multilateral network which simplifies cross-border payments significantly by facilitating predictable transactions between the originating and many banks. We're solving for B2B Connect according to really the challenges that we hear every day, which are really transparency and, and predictability. And one of the most important ones is finality and consistency of data at all at a lower cost. Enabling efficient cross-border payments is particularly important to businesses managing imports and exports. Visa B2B Connect will help participating financial institutions to transact efficiently, managing grow their payment services and products. 
So what's changing? You know, as explained earlier, today the correspondent bank relationship works bilaterally with Visa B2B Connect for bringing our expertise, assets, and experience to manage a global multilateral platform and ecosystem. And B2B Connect is built upon enterprise blockchain infrastructures that facilitate financial transactions on a private permissioned blockchain network. Our goal in building B2B Connect is to provide a product that breaks down geographic barriers and that is scalable, meeting and exceeding the high standards of the industry where compliance and control government and security are, of course, of equal importance. Thank you, Alan. And Rob, what role does Bottom Line play in all of this, please? Well, thanks, Rich. Visa is a fantastic partner to be working with. They're a forward-thinking, innovative company with a fabulous executive team that's always trying to solve new problems. We've been working with Visa over the years in a number of areas across the payment value chain. For this effort, we're the technical enabler. Certified by Visa to add participants to the network, we've built a single API to connect to any bank, anywhere in the world on a simple subscription model. We've done all the testing and heavy lifting up front to provide an easy way for any bank anywhere in the world to link up to the B2B Connect payment rails. The engineering we've put in place means you can use the same messaging files you send today across SWIFT and the corresponding banking network. All you need is a communication line, and if you're not a bottom line customer today, or if you are, it's even easier as this link will already be in place. Bottom line will take the files in whatever format and apply intelligent routing and tracking to open up the Visa B2B Connect for your business. A new modern approach to cross-border payments is just one API away. And this is not an all or nothing proposition. Where you want to keep selected payments running through to SWIFT, we simply pass these through. Where you want to redirect traffic, for example, one we hear is a lot. A lot is the expense of maintenance of exotic currency quarters. We do exactly that through Visa, all in an easy to use drop down menu. So, to get going, it's a short enrollment form with Visa, a smoke test with Bottom Line, and we can be live within three months. So, gents, we've had a fair amount of detail to digest so far in the first couple of questions. So, for the benefit of our listeners, how do they actually get going with the Visa B2B Connect platform? Uh, Alan, let's begin with you, please. There are multiple ways that I'm going to let I'll go into how we partnered with, with Bottomline specifically to really enable a, a much easier experience to enable the B2B Connect framework around the world. First of all, B2B Connect is not as much a product as as much a brand new payment rail. And it's really been multiple decades since you know, Visa's launched a brand new payment rail um, to conduct payments. And in the cross-border space, we recognize and appreciate that financial institutions don't have the kind of discretionary dollars to allocate to, to build brand new connectivity, et cetera, you know, around a brand new uh, rail of this kind. But what we've done is try to shorten that curve. By partnering with leading organizations like Bottom Line Technologies, we really can do that. And in respect to the comments that Rob just made, you know, embedding our technology with Bottom Line, enabling those sets of APIs really does shorten the curve, both from a user experience on the financial institution side and on a technology and implementation front. So, Rob, what's the view through Bottom Line's lens on all of this? 
Well, you're right. You said a moment there's a lot of detail, but we've streamlined that detail and made this simple. What happens is our teams typically will hold a meeting between the bank, bottom line and visa to go through the setup, making sure we're helping solve some of the operational challenges the bank's facing today. Visa focuses on the new payment network, settlement rules, FX revenues, and the enrollment process, which can generate a compelling business case very quickly. Bottom line takes the customer through the options for implementation and testing by taking on their current workflows and adding the intelligent routing and tracking I mentioned previously. Once a customer commits, our implementation lead time is only three months maximum, and in some cases it might be just a matter of a couple weeks. The reason it can be so easy is that customers are already connected to bottom line, often through our what we call our universal aggregator solution, can use the exact same files, the exact same message formats, and the exact same workflows, and the exact same communication links. We do all the file adjustments to redirect traffic you want to go to Visa B2B Connect network and the traffic you want to continue on its way to SWIFT. It's the same even for banks who are not connected today. They can use the single API we've built, certified by Visa, and bottom line will do the rest. Exactly the same files that flow through us and onwards to the Visa B2B Connect network or elsewhere. But perhaps the most important thing with respect to getting going is the network's already in place. And this is really unique. A lot of times with a network, the challenge is why I'm in, but who else is on it? Because B2B Connect leverages V2B's global network, as the sending bank, it's not a question of are there recipients on the network? It's already leveraging a massive network in place that's available here, now, and today. Thanks, Rob. Uh, and is there any early feedback from the market that you'd be able to share? Well, absolutely. Um, we had our sales kickoff earlier this year, and um, across all regions, the feedback has really been positive. Uh, it's not hard to start with or try. It runs alongside existing SWIFT operations and can be used selectively for any corridors you want. So it's a really easy platform to say, let me try that, see if it works. I'm able to simplify things for my customers. Am I able to generate revenue? Most exciting feedback is you only need the center bank to be on the network, as I just mentioned. So enrollment and the buildup of the network can be done in flight as early adopters start to plug in, move money, and use the network. Thanks, Rob. And, and Alan, again, any early feedback from the market for us? Well, there's an enormous amount of feedback. Thanks for asking. I mean, I think one of the key things we continue to, to look at is the consumerization of B2B payments. It's incredible to see how much innovation is taking place really first on the consumer side and how that is really bleeding into the B2B space. Corporates, financial institutions alike, don't see B2B as something that's insurmountably unsolvable. That the, the way to conduct B2B cross-border payments, frankly, in the end, should be scalable and low cost and easy to use as making a consumer payment around the world. The second part um, that I continue to hear is, you know, from financial institutions is that, you know, Alan, this is a great democratizer, that making it simple to work with Visa and work with companies like Bottom Line in order to enable a payments network that offers us alternatives in the cross-border space is extremely powerful. So we're hearing extremely very, very good feedback into a market that welcomes another player. 
You know, when we first launched B2B Connect in late 2019, the platform was initially available in 30 markets. And the initial strategy was to bring originating and receiving banks onto the network through direct bank signups and accelerate connectivity through a process of partnerships with hubs such as Bottom Line. And today, B2B Connect is available in over 80 markets in just over a year in territories and have complemented that with key enhancements on the open side and the open receive side, which essentially means that we want to provide our early adopters of B2B Connect 100% certainty through our correspondent partners that 100% of their payments will be sent through the network to their beneficiaries. The side of that offers B2B Connect in scale and overall network and it's very rapidly allowing us to originate with financial institutions again with that 100% certainty of the ability to reach all of their banks or their corporates in all of our approved markets. We've also upgraded our FX capabilities to provide our clients with more FX rates and faster. These at B2B Connect shifted from a daily rates update process to updating every four hours for our settlement currencies. And here at Visa, we continue to conduct research using sample sizes of over five to 600 banks and interviews across the corporate space. Globally, nearly 13% of banks still use, again, branch visits as their main channel providing access to corporates to check payment status. Figures more than prominently in the US, but also in Russia, Nigeria, and China. The features proceed to give banks, again, the highest return on their investments Again, her visibility at over 83% thanks agreeing. Payments, at least by the next business day, valued by over 70% of banks. Predictability of payment timing, valued by over 69% of banks. And data analytics by greater than 50% of banks. And these are the exact figures we've really built in, you know, to B2B connect around the world. Thank you, Alan. So, gentlemen, the final question for you both today is a fairly simple one, but you'll have your personal touches to it, I'm sure. Um, and it's just simply, what's your parting message for the listeners? So, Rob, let's start with you, please. Well, sure. My parting thoughts are simple. Try us. Rarely do you see something with as much value for as little operational change or technology investment or, or deployment. Just try us. Book a discovery meeting with the payments team who know the B2B Connect solution well, and we can show you how easy it is to hook up into the new network and offer your customers a better way of making cross-border payments around the world. Alan, same question for you. <clears throat> I'm, I'm really banging on the same place as Rob. You know, I think talk to talk to us at Visa, book a discovery session at Cybos or, or Post, connect with us. We're delighted to talk about doing some pre-analytics Nostro assessments, being able to sort of sit down and look at what the overall expense opportunity reduction is, what the overall opportunity from a competitive perspective is. You know, bottom line covers the technical enablement and Visa runs the network with a commercial business case, really, that is extremely compelling. And we've had a number, we have a number of automated tools to reflect that. And one of our regions, funny enough, is calling it a make it a million dollar plus test, where the improved service and settlement controls and operating cost reductions, new FX revenues, and inbound message credits payout improve global reach uh, to roll into a strong business case to start making payments through B2B Connect. Thank you, Rob and Alan, for your combined thoughts today. A thoroughly exciting and engaging podcast, I'm sure we can all agree. Well, thank you, Rich.
Rich, thanks again, and thanks to Bottom Line. Uh, appreciate the invitation, and uh, have a great side us. Now, despite the personal and professional challenges of the pandemic, which everyone in the industry is still adjusting to, the need to continually adjust and innovate never disappears from the world of business. And learning about the Visa B2B Connect approach for cross-border payments is a great case study of this renewal in the industry. You can find more information on this via the Bottom Line website in our dedicated Cybos section. And of course, if anyone wants to meet this week at Cybos, or be it virtually, please do get in touch through the Cybos page and we'll book a discovery session with you. Unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. And as usual, you can listen to more episodes on all things payments at the touch of a button using your preferred provider. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. And we'll see you all next time. The Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.